Hello again, all, and welcome to Let's Be Honest with Peter Kozadoy. For any of you who have picked up your copy of Honest to Greatness, you know that the very first level of honesty is getting honest with and about the community. In other words, what's going on in the world around us? What's going on in our industries? What's going on in society? Today, I have an extremely special guest, a fellow entrepreneur. Her name is Enyo. She is the founder of Building Community Bridges and works all around the world, and you're right. I'm going to let you say, uh, you know, everything you do in a moment, but welcome to the show. I'm happy to have you here. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's a privilege to be here. Mm -hmm. well, it's my pleasure. So, Enyo, for, for those of you who are not familiar with your outstanding work, please take three to four minutes and tell everyone who you are, what you do, and what gets you inspired. So uh, I'm. Uh, my name is Enyo Namnanavi, uh, originally from uh, Ghana, West Africa. We've been here for a very long time. Therefore, I consider myself a social amphibian. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I'm also the uh, founder of Building Community Bridges. Um, really, Building Community Bridges is a project that started for me as a continental African uh, who is abroad. My, my approach to uh, building this uh, nonprofit organization has been different in the sense that I, I cannot, as a continental African, approach the continent uh, from the perspective of charity. And so really this work for me, this organization has been uh, both representative of an internal journey and an external journey to really get to the root of what is going on in our communities, what is going on on the continent, specifically at least in my region, Togo and Ghana, and, and not just um, focusing on the external aspects of what we need to change and transform, but really the causes which, which has led me to internal. Um, ultimately, <clears throat> we started initially with wanting to address the basic needs because that's what, you know, so many, that's what people know, that's what foundations expect, that's that's how you can get some traction into moving into uh, the social entrepreneurial space uh, in terms of wanting to empower the community to move away from uh, international dependency uh, into turning more internal to focusing on what we really can do. And so it has brought me to RICE. And that is the main project that we are now working on, uh, uh, building a manufacturing center in, in Ghana, in the Volta region of Ghana. So give us more information on that, because I've heard your, your backstory, and it's incredible yeah. what you're doing. Like, actually tell people like about the, the rice project and, and everything, because I find it just yeah, fascinating. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, one of the most shocking uh, numbers to throw out there is that Ghana, in 2018, for instance, Ghana imported $1 billion of rice. $1 billion. This is in the face of, you know, poverty of farmers. This is in the face of communities that need, uh, you know, uh, that need those opportunities, right? Communities that are subsistent farmers. And, 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 uh, and so for me, that to me is a crime. <laughs> that to me is a crime against the people that, that, you know, the people are not being supported to, to develop, to grow the rice. We don't have manufacturing um, centers in, in Ghana. We are not, Ghana is not able to produce its own rice uh, and therefore is importing uh, all of that. So anyhow, um, our goal has been manufacturing. So much of what is wrong on the continent, as most people know, is, is, is corruption, right? That in this region that I'm talking about with over 200,000 people, there is one processing center. Uh, the government itself tried to establish a processing center and had to close down and lasted, I think, maybe a year, year and a half and had to close down 
because of corruption. <laughs> so it is, it is, it is, it is completely unacceptable. And so one of the things that we are now on is we are on a mission to build rice uh, processing centers and to establish, ultimately to establish supply chains. Uh, all of West Africa, every single country in West Africa imports rice. So we are jumping on that bandwagon as an as a absolute and definitive pathway out of poverty for the community and as a way to empower the community to generate income. Uh, it is tied into the nonprofit organization in the sense, in, in a similar model as Mozilla, where Mozilla started out as a nonprofit and then, you know, Mozilla Corporation came out of it. And so we're trying to establish a similar model where uh, all of the social enterprises that we are working on is connected and tied in into the nonprofit organization. Hmm. You know, and you know, as soon as I heard your story, I instantly loved it for a couple of different reasons. One is you're taking such a basic, I mean, perhaps the most basic route to helping a community is through food. Mm -hmm. You've chosen the most basic crop, rice, mm -hmm. right? And just mm -hmm. sort of been thoughtful mm -hmm. about, hey, what we you can grow rice in Ghana, right? Mm -hmm. There's no reason why not. Absolutely, what? absolutely, absolutely. Okay. The region we, that we're in, yeah, I'm sorry, please go ahead. No, no, tell us. The region that we're in, we, 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 we are the land, the communities that we're working with are located on the second, the fourth largest body of water, man-made lake in the world. Right. So we have everything. We have the water. We have virgin land. Uh, and so and we have the farmers, the communities. Everyone is prepared to farm. It's that there aren't there's only one rice processing center in that in that region. And so it's not profitable for the mm. farmers to grow rice. And so it's it's a it's a, so what, it's a what, tremendous opportunity for us. So what they really need is leadership. They right? need leadership. Well, what we need to have is Peter in Ghana. <laughs> <laughs> I've been told. Oh, I'm so serious. I'm so serious because what yeah. we need to do, what is what is heartbreaking for me is the lack of real conversation mm. around what is the root of so many of our problems. I'm tired of, you know, charity, charity, Africa is a basket case and everybody wants to, to bring charity to Africa, et cetera, but that's really not what we need. You know, we need to start having conversations around corruption. We need to stop, start having conversations around morality. We need to start having conversations about why our leaders and our present generation is not demanding that we safeguard the future by having this conversation now so that something can start to change. It's not, I mean, it, it goes unsaid. The wealth of Africa is, a, is, 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 is obvious to anyone and everyone. So I, I, I don't know. I feel like we're in a twilight zone somewhat. And it's not just me. It's also other young entrepreneurs on the continent. You have, you know, by the time you get through the government and all of the red tape and all of the corrupt bureaucracy and everybody you need to bribe, you are morally and psychologically beaten. Like, where do I go to get up for that? Let me calm down. <laughs> oh, I, the, the fire no, is exactly it's, it's, what I was hoping you would bring. And, you know, I love that about you. And that you you put your finger on the second reason why I was so compelled by your story is you're right. I, I'm so given that I talk and write about honesty, right? Mm -hmm, I'm always mm -hmm. looking for where is society looking in a certain direction where actually they're looking at the wrong thing. Right, and you bring right. it, and as soon as you were talking about this right. thing, like, yeah, everybody in America seems to think we, we need to give to Africa and they need help. And, right. the poor. and then you come right. along and you're like, no, actually, Africans have everything they need to fix themselves. Right. And they themselves except, are causing the problem. Right. How's that? Except for honesty? honesty. Right. Except honesty. And, and to me, the level at, at which the, 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 the masses, the population accept 
the degree of corruption, mm. you know, it, it 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 it's beyond crippling. I mean, it's 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 it it, it almost borders on psychological impairment. I, I I'm trying to you know, and and we don't want to talk about it. Yeah, we don't right. want to be honest. We yeah. don't want to be honest. So so it came to you know my my last project that. Uh, where the community stole from themselves and stole the rice and, and all of the things that I had to deal with just to, to try to move things forward. Uh, one of the evenings as I was nursing my own, <laughs> the trauma of, 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 uh, of these experiences, it dawned on me. And I said, we are more broken than water. Hmm. It, that, 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 you know, yes, water is, is, is necessary and fundamental to life, but, but, but we, we have greater issues than water. More fundamental. And that is more fundamental issues. And that is the fact that, you know, somehow within our system and our, and our societal structure, we have come to accept uh, a non-accountability, hmm. right? Which is detrimental. There is no accountability yeah. from the people. So. Uh, wow. It's an it's a it's such an important story for everyone to hear, which is why I was so excited to have you on this show. The show's Let's Be Honest for a reason, and it's a it's something I right, I can't go share that. That's not my thing, right. but I can right. help you highlight your voice, right, and to help right. you get that story out there because this is a narrative that people are not hearing. I promise you right now. So Enyo, uh, let let's uh, come back to one of the questions I I ask everyone in the show. You've certainly done a lot and been through a lot, and you have an amazing story. Take us to a time in your life when you had to get brutally honest with yourself as a leader. Talk to us about what that looked like and, and what you did and what happened next. Well, actually, I, I if I may, I'm going through a period like that now. Tell right? us, yeah. That that um, I've, I, I'm coming to the recognition that so many of the failures that I've had um, stem around my fear of taking the bull by the horns, right? And that, and that, uh, in, in essence, in so many ways, in delegating trust that, that I, I want to have in delegating in, in, in essence, in glossing over my own, um, uh, uh, acceptance of the degree of what I I've been dealing with. There's so much that I've tried to do from America. I've been in America running projects on the ground. I've been in America, you know, organizing things on the continent, right? So hmm. I'm finally coming to the point of uh, uh, after this last this last setback, I'm either going to have to pack everything up and go home and do this, this myself and be there at every point and be there at every gateway and be there at every door, or I'm going to have to, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to have to give it up. Right. So it's, it's, it's a, it's one of those moments where you feel like you're at the edge of the cliff. And the only thing you can do, either jump off the cliff or you go back. It's that simple. So I'm at a point of jumping. <laughs> but, so you, you uh, recently, think you're going to jump, I, huh? I have to. I either have to jump. There's, there's no other way. I either, I either have, because, because I can't, I can't delegate this to anyone else. Right. Mm -hmm. There's a certain, there, there isn't that level of trust. I, I am, because of the bribery, because of the corruption, because of everything that I have to deal with on the ground, I am not at a point or a level anymore of being able to trust. Mm. I mean, this is another, this, 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 these are different levels of, of, um, of, uh, of, of, of problems that you have to deal with as an entrepreneur on the ground at home, I, that people aren't 
aren't really talking about it. You know, some of those aspects, I mean, there's corruption all over the world. We know that, right? There's, there's inequality. Unfortunately, all over the yes. World. Unfortunately, yeah. yes. Um, but uh, the added issues that you have to deal with on the ground at home make it so that I now realize that I have to be at every single gateway. I have to be at every single door myself to 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 monitor to guide to lead and and to bring some of these issues to the forefront and to fight it's going to be a battle right because when things are done on the table or bribery it's the the system is 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 propagated because it's been successful i mean obviously right it, people don't want it to change those who are benefiting from it don't want it to change so when you come, and I've already dealt with that at working at home, whether it's it's simply being in a car and you're driving from Togo to Ghana and you arrive at at, at, at a border and you have, I, I mean, I, three, uh, there's so many instances I've had with standing my ground and saying, no, I'm not going to give you money. You know, I have my passport. I, I've done everything that you've told me that I need to do by law. We have laws on the continent that mean nothing, right? So I have followed your laws. And you still want me to pay something? I mean, I've I've been taken to a police station, right, wow. to stand your ground because as a as a people, we don't have enough people saying no. Otherwise, it wouldn't be continued. Most people say, "Oh yeah, yeah, let me give you ten dollars here. Let me give you five. I don't do that. So so, it, it seems like you have to be fighting every single battle. It's exhausting. Like I said, it's demoralizing and it's it's painful because again, it it you know. Also, as a very spiritual person, there's you, you have to also come to the realization that we as individuals are reflective of the collective, as the collective is a reflection of us. Sure. So on, a, on an emotional level, in the moments where I'm sitting down and I'm meditating, I'm saying, what is inside of me that is a part of this, right? So it for me, it's moving into an even bigger question of, in order for us to to address this, we have to start coming individually towards ourselves of who are we? What are we? How have we arrived here? What are we teaching our children is except, you know, when you when you say honest to greatness, right? That is tremendous. It's on so many levels, right? You need mothers to start teaching their children morality, mm -hmm. right? You need, you know, schools and, and we need at every single level for it to be made important, for it to be important for us to address this as what we as people are becoming, mm -hmm. you know? And practiced. And it must be. And, yeah. and it, it's it's so much, it's even more necessary on the continent. At least, I mean, yes, again, like I said, I, I don't want to seem like I'm, I'm pinpointing Africa when this is happening all over the world. But as sure. an African woman, I can only speak, you know, for my little part of the world. You know, mm -hmm. but we we this is something that I, I would love to work with you uh, in the future, cre creating something around this point. I'm t I, we yeah. really need to have this conversation. We need to have it on a massive level, especially at this pivotal point in Africa's history where we are rising. Right. That if we start to rise outside of the realm of ethics that we establish in honesty and 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 establishing the rules and regulations that we choose will define what our future is going to be. We're, 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 we're going to be repeating everything that's happened before. So then what's, what, then how are we truly rising? Yep. You can pump money into any situation, but if, 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 you know, or, or more technology into Africa, but how is that really going to be improving Africa? Uh, 
I could listen. That's why I wrote a book about it in you because without yeah. honesty as the foundation, yes. all the yes. other stuff doesn't really matter that much. I, just sort of I was floored when I met you and I saw your book. I was like, this is good. The unit slave. It was like a moment where the clouds, <laughs> no, I'm so serious. And I thought, mm. let me be calm because I don't want to, I don't want to scare him more, but yeah. I just, could. I had Love never it. read of your book. I, I think it's real. It's beyond, but it's, yeah. it's the, it's a fundamental, uh, it is fundamental. Thank you. Absolutely. I appreciate that. So um, real quick, Enyo, of, of everything you've done, what are you most mm -hmm. proud of? And what are you least proud of? Something you 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 maybe regret or that's yeah. You know. Um I am I'm le I'm least well, maybe I should start I'll start with I'm least proud of. I'm least proud of not having found courage hmm. at at the level that I should have. I mean, I, I'm least proud of, I've been, I've been so afraid to have this conversation. I've spent years not knowing how to, to, to um, craft a model that is true to my unique position, mm -hmm. right? That, uh, for instance, I've went through periods of, well, maybe I should just go along and get along and be another one of these nonprofits that, you know, you spew, you know, the lingo and, and get the money from foundations and, and, and hop along with the UN and, and have a nice ride versus this turmoil that I've had back and forth of, you know, I want an NGO that not only implements, you know, basic interventions, but demands the community to think. I've wanted to bring Joe Dispenza into these communities. I have wanted to bring meditation uh, into these communities. I have wanted to have out loud the conversation that change cannot be externally focused. It's hypocritical. It's hypocritical that when well we said. talk about developmental change, we are speaking outside of the elephant in the room, which is that the human being is not comprised only of the exterior, right? When all the cameras go off and, and, and there's nobody around, what are you faced with? You're faced with your mind. You're faced with your thoughts. You're faced with your inner self. So what foundation can I find that will give me money to go into a community in Africa, into a rural community and say, what is your state of the state of your mind? Do you understand that the state of your mind is, is at least 60 or 70% uh, uh, causal or affecting your reality? Right. And, and again, it's not just the new age. Now we have scientific proof. <laughs> you know, we have the measurement problem with scientists where science now accepts that uh, the, uh, the scientist who is um, who is the lead scientist on a project, his ideas of what the project is going to render or the results affects the outcome. So, 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 so anyway, so I'm, 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 I, if I do not rectify this, I will not be able to die with peace. Hmm. I started this NGO from a mystical experience. And you know, I'm, I've just been so, I have not, I didn't, I have, so that's what, what, what you know, that's something that I, um, that breaks my heart. That hmm. I, I haven't, I, or oh, it's taken me so long. I'm just now at the, at the, at the uh, edge of uh, walking that road. And I think it's because we have so much, there's so much, uh, uh, neuroscience, uh, new uh, information, and we have, you know, quantum physics. There's so much knowledge now <laughs> to support what 
I've always wanted the work, the realm that I want to merge or create of social development and the internal sphere um, that now I think I'm comfortable. I feel much more comfortable to, to, to walk that, that path and broach that subject. But in essence, I will admit that it's my, it's my own cowardice, you know, and that's broken my heart because I've been thinking about these things for over seven, eight years. And, and just terrified that when, when you go to foundations and they want you to, they want to know how you're going to measure, you know, your project and how, what are going to be, you know, and, and naturally so, right? I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying that it's unjust, but how do I, what measurements do I establish for the abstract realm of change? Yep. Right. Or, right. Or, or, or dialogue. Right. That's right. Yeah. So, and what about what, what you're most proud of? Uh, what I'm most proud of is uh, I was I've been thinking about these these questions. Um, the very first time that I got uh, fifty thousand dollars from the Seagull Family Foundation, wow. and it was my first grant, and I got it off of two pages that I wrote, and everybody said that you know oh as a as a young uh, nonprofit organization as a new nonprofit organization with no track record with with no history, it was going to be impossible. You have to, you know, tag along with another organization that's more ta 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 ta. And because of not, you know, being mindful of of all of these other or other organizational agendas and and what linking of brands, et cetera, et cetera, can mean ultimately, I thought, no, you know, we have very specific ideas about the kind of work we want to do, and uh, and so we're just going to go at it. And I think it took me what a year or so of banging on doors and knocking on different foundation doors and, you know, reaching out and sending grants and being told no and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So when you find that, when you find that breakthrough moment and you have a foundation that says, you know, we believe in what, you know, we hear you, we understand what you're trying to do. We believe in what you're trying to do and here we're going to support you. I mean, I, uh, I was levitating. <laughs> I don't think my feet were touching the ground. Wow. So that's I mean, it, one of my greatest I love your story for so many reasons, but like to me, your story is the story. I mean, it's a story about tenacity. It's a story about figuring out, you know, who you really are and what you really want and what it really takes to get there. It's a story about figuring out the truth, helping others understand what's what's true and what's not. I mean, it's just incredible. And you know, take a, a moment and tell everyone where they can learn more about all the work you're doing and follow along with you. Uh, at uh, we we have presence on Twitter and Facebook. Of course, uh, on uh, but our website, our main website, uh, www.becombridges.org. That is bcombridges.org. Bcombridges.org. Bridges.org. Yes. Love that. Everyone, you know, please go check out what Enyo is doing. She's moving and shaking. She is doing incredible things. Um, and of you. course, with respect to honesty. So, Enyo, you know, thank you for coming on and sharing your story. It's been so so much of a pleasure to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm telling you, Peter, I, I want you in Africa. You need to come and help, you know, help us have these discussions. I think really, yeah. you know, open up your platform. I would, it would be a great service to us. Believe well. it or not, you are not the first person to tell me that I would really enjoy God. No, I'm telling well, let's know. do it. Let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. Let's, let's, let's All right. And well, thank, thank you, you so, so much. much Peter. Of course. And uh, until next time, I'm Peter Kozadoy. Thanks for being honest.